Good afternoon, and welcome to another installment of The Nameless Podcast. I'm your host, Samuel Forrest Butler, and I have two wonderful dudes here with me. First off, you've heard him twice before, it's Jesse Mueller. Hi, Jesse. Howdy, hi. How we doing, Sam? Not too bad. And our newest challenger has approached. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Name blasts onto the screen. What does that mean? Was that from Melee? Well, yeah, that's or? just generally Smash uh, Brothers. Just Smash or just really anything like that. I mean, I, I've seen it in several things. Like, they did it in Spy Kids a few times. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Not you, Spy Kids. You oh. could meme it in there. Well, go ahead and state your name. Hi. Uh, hey, I'm Jackson. Hi, Jackson. Hi, Jackson. Hi, everybody. <laughs> nice to be here. Long-time listener, first-time guest. Really excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's listened to all four episodes. Well, Have you listened to all four? There's four? I thought no, there this is three. fifth. Oh, this is fifth. Okay. This is number five. Well, clearly. There, the first two were with uh, myself. Us roommates. Yep. And then we added my buddy Rick from my mission. Ah. The second one. Third episode was two of my coworkers. We okay. talked about, primarily talked about sports. Okay, well, I guess I lost count because I listened to those three. I guess I just... And then last week's was with uh, another two of my mission friends. Okay. So you're behind. I'm behind, yeah. My cousin's with me You need to repent. I will. It's okay. I'll say three Hail Marys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, aren't those Hail Josephs here in, in Provo? I don't know. It's, you know... Whatever they do. <laughs> whatever those crazy moments. What, whatever these Marmons. Whatever these Marmons are doing. Yeah, whatever they do behind the back door. It's. <laughs> <laughs> so normally when we start these off, we have like, we don't have a script because the whole point of Nameless is just kind of having a natural flow. But uh, Jesse was like, hey, should we start off with, and normally in LDS culture, any type of activity you do, they normally say, can we start off with a prayer? <laughs> I thought he was about to ask us to say a prayer before this podcast. And I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, well, I was listening to last week's podcast, and I just thought it would be a really good idea. <laughs> you know, balance out the blasphemy with some repentance. <laughs> right. That wouldn't be any fun. Every podcast, we stray further from God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's a funny meme. I like that. I like that. Of meme. course, I was not. I did not say that. I was merely suggesting that we start off with introducing Jackson and have him tell us a little bit about himself. Yes. Jackson, you're from Texas? Yes. Texas, Texas. Yes. Texas, tell us about yourself. What what makes the great story of Jackson um, riveting? Um, rather. Well, I don't know. Like, kind of like from one of your last podcasts, you were talking about, you know, redneck but not really redneck and whatnot. <laughs> it's, I kind of feel like I'm, I fit in that bill. I think it's like, you know, I'm Texan, but I'm not really Texan because I don't really <laughs> care about sports. I guns, eh, I like swords and axes better. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's, I'm just a full-fledged geek. I mean, Dungeons and Dragons, tabletop gaming, all kinds of computer gaming, all kinds of stuff like that. Movies. Movies. Oh yes, I'm. I'm Big I'm, Marvel fan, or and DC as well. Yeah, Marvel and DC. Not so much the you know the live-action DC stuff. They definitely have some, you they know, suck. some steps to take to fix that. But they have a lot of good cartoon ones that have come out. The cartoon yes. ones are fantastic. The animated, they animated are. Series. I really liked Wonder Woman for the live-action stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then of course, do we count Nolan's Batman? Or do we put that in a whole separate uh, universe? Uh, or Christian Bale as Batman. I uh, mean, same thing. Right. Nolan. Yeah. Christopher uh, Nolan Christopher was the director. 
Oh, my mistake. See, I was only caring about who played the bat, <laughs> yeah. not who directed the bat to beat Let's up go back person. to the Jack Nicholson era. Um, I don't know. I mean, for right now, I'm considering keeping it in there because I'm, they're talking about changing Ben Affleck out as Batman again. So it's like they can't nail down a Batman, and they're tra- they're changing Henry Cavill as Superman, which is a huge mistake. I want to yeah. go there and slap that director upside the head <laughs> with a bat. Who is it the guy who did the 300? Is it Zack Snyder, or is he the producer? I think he's the producer, but don't quote me on that. I don't know yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's a good though. I mean, out of the three of the the, the three of those though, I'm, I'm not a huge Christopher Bale fan or whatever. Christian Bale, Christian Bale, right? Christopher Bale. Sorry, it's, I just mailed them. I'm not a huge that. Christopher Robin fan. <laughs> you know, Winnie the Pooh. Shout out to that new movie. <laughs> yeah, relatively. I think it's yeah. actually been a couple of them. Yeah. But anyway, I wasn't a huge fan of his portrayal of Batman because it sounds like he's gargling marbles or whatnot. <laughs> well, well, Rachel, where is she? <laughs> but I did like the one with the Joker. That was probably the best out of the three. But I think they could have done better with them, the whole Raza Ghoul thing for both the first yeah. and the third one. Yeah. I really liked Bane, even though he wasn't Latino. Uh, I didn't like him too much because Bane in the comics and even in everything else, he's been a chemically enhanced junkie. This one, he's just a freaking bodybuilder. I mean, it, right. I understand they want to go realistic and whatnot. And my thoughts Quote are unquote. if they wanted to go, <laughs> you know, a realistic, there's the quotes. Yes. If they wanted the realistic, there's the Riddler, there's the Penguin. There are other realistic villains that they could have done as opposed to. They had, uh, they had rumors that they were going to cast Johnny Depp as the Riddler and then Philip Seymour Hoffman when he was still alive. That was another person they had rumored for Penguin. That would have been beautiful. For Penguin? They're actually... Yeah. They no, have, dude, you know you gotta get for Penguin? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Actually, as Frank Reynolds. Actually, they are actually in the works of a new ba- of the next Batman movie, and the villain is supposed to be Penguin, and they're looking at getting Josh Gad to be the Penguin. No Ooh. way. That'll be sick. Yeah, they <laughs> oh, actually have, they have a picture of it, but it's it's so weird. I cannot see Josh Gad as anything other than... LeFou from the Beauty and the Beast and right. Olaf that dance in snowman. I can only see him he as those Olaf? two. He was Olaf. Okay, I gotta be honest though. I actually liked Affleck's portrayal of Batman. I did too. I mean, I'm sad. To I was. I am not a hater. I, the I Batman versus Superman movie. The only thing that made it salvageable was the fact that uh, Affleck was. I thought he was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I loved mean, his character. I, the, like the casting and whatnot, I think was spot on. I think it was pretty good. Alfred, yeah. I I don't know, they maybe could have found eh. somebody different from that, but yeah. he was okay. He was acceptable. It's yep. just the storyline was yeah, it's dicey. just all, yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I've I've said it every time someone mentions it, and I'll say it till you know my dying breath. DC is trying to bite too much uh, off their plate to catch up with Marvel. I mean, they just need to yeah. do what Marvel did and take it slowly. Because I mean, Aquaman, uh, the second Batman with the Joker and Wonder Woman, those are the only three crown jewels that DC has. Everything else has kind of been a bomb as far as the live action They need to really establish their own identity because Marvel has gotten to the point now they've hit the formula. It's like they balance it out perfectly with like the right amount of humor. Yeah. um, Action. And their characters have the right aesthetics too because look at like Guardians of the Galaxy. They're more like outlaws, punks, rebels, that kind of stuff versus Iron Man is refined, the billionaire playboy. Like each movie hits the theme perfectly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They didn't... It was like Justice League was too much of a doomsday-ish. Yeah, I mean, it's like they, they did too much too soon. They just, they had the group picture before the individual thing. Like, if they had done Wonder Woman first and then Aquaman first, like, that, those were perfect right there. They set them up for their singular thing, so then they can jump in, and it's like, okay, we don't need to worry about the backstory stuff, which they addressed in the movie, and it's right. just like, 
jumped right in. I there also... Was, there was no Green Arrow. Mm-mm. Or not Green Arrow. Um, Green Lantern. Uh, Green Lantern. There's no Green Lantern. Which, after the first movie, I think is a, a mixed blessing. Uh, that's true. Ryan Reynolds comes back like, hey! <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. <laughs> also, I would have liked to see an origin movie for, like, with this new Flash that they did. Oh, I don't I like mean, the new Flash. I don't either. He's I mean, too much of a wimp. Like, in the, in the comic books, like, he's not jacked, but he looks athletic. This yeah. kid... Looks now like wait, a shrimp. Do you mean comic books or the or the TV series? The comic books. Okay. I, the TV. I'm not even going to bother with the TV yeah, series. Yeah, I, I never compare the TV series with the movies because they always weird things up. Although to be fair, if they do decide to make a Green Arrow movie or a Black Canary, I am okay with the TV show Green Arrow coming in from being that. canonically. Yeah, yeah. Because I enjoyed it, but Green Arrow is not bad. I I I like the show. It's <clears> just <throat> when you're on cable TV, that type of programming can get really corny quick. It is. Uh, it certainly can. And especially with the superhero stuff, because, I mean, they're doing stuff that is, you need movie budgeting to pull off effectively, so it doesn't look like a, just right. a cornball show. Oh, man, I watched some clips from uh, from Flash, and they show him fighting Gorilla Grodd. It is the shittiest animation I've ever <laughs> Gorilla seen. Gorilla Grodd on Flash? Oh, no. It's <laughs> so bad. No, Gorilla Grodd needs to be a TV thing. They can't do that accurately. Not TV, a movie thing. They can't <laughs> yeah. do that accurately on TV. Uh, they actually need to find Harambe. That's Harambe. They need to bring Rest Harambe back. No, if they're going to do that, they need to have all three DC guerrilla villains, and then it's like, in the end, in dedication to Harambe. <laughs> yes, in the, in the ending credits. They're actually going to cast a real gorilla oh. and just put a cap on him. Also, Mijir Mala, that's where they're going? <laughs> also, uh, in addition to all that, uh, Cyborg. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, we could have, used a, could have used an origin for him because he kind of came out of... Well, no, he was hinted at. By uh, in the in the new in the Batman movie, right? Yeah, and yeah, honestly, they, at him. they, I mean, usually like in the in the comic books and in the cartoon movies, Cyborg's transformation. It's in the new Fifty Two, I think it is. It's happening during the original and uh, Dark Side invasion. He gets messed up then. That's how he gets the Motherbot technology. Mm-hmm. It that's so that's wasn't really a huge thing per se, but right. And I think I mean, and now now they're uh, they're talking about. Redoing the tight the Teen Titan series, or uh, they're either what are they making the live action? No, is that they, what they're yeah, doing? it's a live action TV series, and it's already started. It's already started. Okay, and it's just called Titans, right? Yes. Because I thought that was interesting. Because Cyborg, for me, he came from Teen Titans, you know, back yeah. in the day. Because I'm not a big comic book reader. Yeah, I mean and that's how I first knew him too. Is like the, the the good Teen Titans before Teen Titans Go. Well, that, that, but let's but owned. let's state something real clear. DC's animated works are way ahead of Marvel's. They really are. I mean, Except Planet Hulk was fantastic. I was. liked what they did there. And then mm-hmm. the one where the Hulk fought Wolverine, that was really good. But other than that, their animated features are Marvel's are not Doctor very good. I thought their Doctor Strange was was good. I thought that was an okay one. Oh, I, 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 I haven't that finished one. that one. It's on Netflix. It's it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. nice because they have Dormammu as the big bad guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And of course, they again struck it struck gold with bringing. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh yeah, as Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, that guy is just like perfect. They have really like been killing the casting. They really have. Yeah, a lot of people were pissed off when they heard about Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, Cumberdatch. Yeah, Cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch. (laughs) (laughs) No, he did a great job as as Doctor Strange. Yeah, he really did. Uh, The whole, I mean, I can't think of a Marvel character that they didn't cast. I mean, they did change well, the actor for the Hulk in between the okay, Incredible Hulk. Okay, that pissed me off too, because Eddie Norton. Ruffalo going from. I think Ruffalo is a wet sock. 
Which one was Eddie? What's his face? Ed Norton. Yeah. Which one was he? He, he was, was the, the, he the was, incredible. Hulk. Technically, he was the second Hulk. Was that the one with the abomination? Yes. Okay. So I really liked that movie. I don't know. He was too skinny. I mean, he's like a little pencil guy. And Bruce Banner. I mean, sure, he's a scientist and everything, but even in the comics and whatnot, he has a little bit of meat on him. That's this guy true. was just a yeah. freaking pencil. I mean, Mark Ruffalo. I like maybe, him. Maybe they wanted the. Uh, maybe they wanted the the contrast. You maybe. know, going from this kind of scrawny guy to. Bah. Well, I also think that you know. It seems like with most of those early things that they're doing, they're trying to distance, like, okay, yeah, Hulk's existed and everything, but even though it's, you know, Marvel Universe, we want to... They're over there. They're on the other side of the street. This yeah, is what we're right. focusing on now, so they had to rehash that. I can understand that. Yeah, well, and then didn't Norton also have some type of contract dispute or something like that? That I don't know about. I don't remember exactly. I do not remember. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, suffice to say that... Uh, I, I really hope that both seri- both sides of the of the comic books universe, you know, DC and then also Marvel, they keep going strong. Yeah. I hope that DC gets their stuff together. I really do too. I mean, like even that Green Lantern cameo in the Justice League movie, I hope they mm-hmm. fix it up so that it comes out like that. Mm-hmm. Although I do hope they do. Uh, what's the no John animated Stew- Green? St- yeah, I hope they do the John Stewart Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if they, uh, yeah. So I mean, especially if they want to have like the ethnicity stuff in it, because I mean, growing up the cartoon Justice League the John Stewart Green Lantern was the first one I knew of. I mean, I knew there were others out there, but he was the one that I grew up watching. So it'd be nice to see him in the on the live action screen. Can the late night host make an appearance as well? Real John Stewart, <laughs> the former late night host. But yeah, the animated movies are fantastic for yes. DC, especially the Batman ones. There's so many Batman oh animated movies. Yeah, it's like I found a actually in like I'm going to Walmart. That's where I found all my DC movies. Like they have the packet. Movie packets with all with three movies on a on a DVD, so DVD on a DVD. So I have like a bunch of them, all of them that they've made so far, sitting on my shelf. Like Kevin, the Kevin Conroy ones, like Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. That's the ones back in the nineties, yeah. Yeah. The 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 Batman. You know the one I haven't seen though is the Mask of the of the Phantasm or the Phantom. The Red Mask. Red Hood. No, no, I saw Red Hood. It's one of the earlier ones. It's from it's from the early nineties. It was like right when they were making the animated series. Mask. Hmm. Mask of the Phantasm, I think is what it's called. Maybe Google Foo that. I might have to have a movie night here because it sounds like you haven't seen it either. Which, Mask. slight rarity there, but it's okay. Yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. It was made in 1993. Did I picture for it? Uh, yeah, this one. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen that one at Barnes & Noble. I've, I thought about uh. buying it. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 83%. Ooh. Well, that's uh, Rotten Tomatoes seems to be pretty spot on. So. I hate how often I fall for their crap, though, because they've been flat out wrong on some of them. But here's the other thing too: is Rotten Tomatoes isn't a gauge of necessarily how good a movie is. Yeah, it's rather how many how many people think it's good or bad. Right. When in reality, when you're talking about film, there's a broad spectrum you can cover. Like you can have okay movies, and you can have fantastic. Right. You know? Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about it. It's nameless. Yeah, yeah. We don't care. We don't give a shit. Um, Black Panther, for example. Black okay. Panther got a ninety-three on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. That's not a ninety-three. I, I, I think it's a good movie, but it's not. Not ninety-three. It's not ninety-three. This is, this is a must-see. That's, hi- that's higher than. Uh, Isn't that higher than Avengers? That's probably higher Avengers. than. That's probably the highest Marvel movie. Well, I wonder if like. Um, because I, I, personally, I never pay attention to critics because I always prefer to make my own opinion on movies. But I wonder if Which, it has anything to do with like um, ticket sale percentages. Because, because I mean, uh, Black Panther, it, it has the the biggest 
um, box office listing of all the Marvel movies, I guess. Mm. So maybe mm. that has something to do with it. So I'm pulling up a list right now of the, they have them ranked. Which I'm pretty sure it was one of the biggest. Well, I just know that Mar Avengers, the first Avengers, was blockbusting of the umph degree, mm -hmm. like box <laughs> office rating, movie ratings, general, yeah, like uh, yay or nays from the from the viewing audience. Like people loved the heck out of that movie, rightfully so. But so Thor: The Dark World got a sixty-six percent. Only a only wait. No, that's not the, the third one. Like that, but that's a that's a fresh rating, and that movie sucked. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, First I was thing I, thought you were talking I about was wrong. Forgive me, forgive me. No, Black Panther. Maybe it was the time that the that the list was made. No, Black Panther was number one with ninety seven. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Do you realize the scale of movies we're talking here? Like ninety seven. Where's Avengers on that? Uh, let's see. Iron Man was number two. Thor Ragnarok was number three. The first Avengers was at number four. Yeah. What? Um, I mean, I can see that. Guardians of the Galaxy <clears throat> had a 91. I think that one should be higher. Almost all those movies were better than Black Panther, yeah. in my opinion. Well, uh, now, again, it's personal. Let's talk about opinion, the elephant but... in the room. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, too. Okay? I understand it's cool that it's primarily black. That's a good thing, though, because if it wasn't primarily black, then it wouldn't be an accurate story. No, and there would be riots in the street. You know, right. <laughs> A white Black Panther. <laughs> We're gonna cast what? <laughs> what in tarnation? We're gonna cast Conor McGregor as the Black Panther. Oh my gosh! No. <laughs> He's just beating the shit out of all Listen of here, <laughs> listen here. They got all this fine technology, but I'm still gonna kick your arse. <laughs> but whether we're in the ring or not. <laughs> oh, holy crap! But yeah, but. I think it is cool, and yeah, that's awesome for, for black people to finally see, like, hey, this is super cool. We have this awesome superhero now that represent us, and, and you know, we, we don't feel second rate. I think it's also disrespectful to Wesley Snipes because Blade was really cool. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but the movie, I mean, the movie's not horrible. It's it's just in terms of the depth. There were, People had even gone as far to say that Killmonger was the best uh uh, Marvel villain that they've had. Kill it, okay. I don't know if well, he was the best. He's a cool villain. Yeah, I think he's super cool. I think what made him good was that he was, I guess, more realistic than a normal villain. Like pretty much a right. lot of other Marvel villains is like end of the world stuff. I want to kill all humanity. This guy is just like you know what? I got screwed over as a kid. I want to yeah. make everyone pay back, pay, pay back, and I want to keep people, other people, from going through what I'm going through. But I'm gonna do it in a very bad way. Yeah, and let, yeah, I, the <clears throat> character was easy to empathize with because mm -hmm. yeah, he did get hosed like totally, mm -hmm. you know. And Black Panther's whole struggle was like, "Pops, you weren't very transparent, bro." Yeah, and he's like, "You have to settle this one out." Yeah, well, I don't think it was. Like that. I don't, I don't think it was said. a problem with his dad. It was more of a problem of you know coming to terms that his dad was not this high idol that he had always set him up to be. He found out that there are some skeletons in the closet. That's true. That's a good point. I think that's all. Well, that's, that's all, how I everybody. Think it, it, I yeah, mean, with that's everybody's all. parents. I think that's another good empathetical point. So everybody, when they're growing up, you know, they think that their parents, unless their parents are just dirtbags yeah. and just not good parents, you know, kids think that they're think the world of their parents. They think they're superheroes. Well, not all kids. I mean. There are kids who do come from crappy homes and stuff. Well, that's why I said I was like, oh, unless your parents are not that good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless they're scumbags. But yeah. So. Good how, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. movie. Yeah. Just. 
<clears throat> in our opinion, uh, not 97% not top yeah. of the Marvel But food So chain. the other thing about the list, though, is that they didn't have Infinity War, so it was made before Infinity War. Ah. Yeah. Um, and that one was oh here we go good. yeah and this next one's gonna blow everything away <laughs> everyone's gonna come in there with our box of tissues going no not Tony <laughs> I'll cry when Thanos dies <laughs> I'll shed a tear yeah <laughs> yeah man Thanos. Thanos actually I was um praise to the guy I was digging around in like some comic book lore and whatnot and there have actually been times where Thanos helps the Avengers so I think it might be an interesting turn if yeah they fix Thanos's thing but instead of killing him they you know he gets in space jail or whatever but then yeah, like, space jail. with the next big bad guy which is rumored to be Dormammu who's going to be the next Thanos mm-hmm. he could come in and help the Avengers because Thanos mm-hmm. is a he- not Thanos or Galacticus or Galacticus Galacticus oh. is going to have to come in at and some then, point and then that will help them usher in a re- another rebooted Fantastic Four except do it right this time except yes. doing it right and the rumor is John Krasinski and Emily Blunt will be cast as and uh, I can see that Mr. and Mrs. That. Fantastic and are they actually married in real life too yeah. Okay, yeah. So they already have that, that chemistry. Right. And they were good on that one horror movie. What was it called? The Silent Place. Yes. Silent Place. Yes, The Silent Place. Yeah, I actually just pulled up the list. A quiet Place. Quiet, quiet Place. That's the one. Um, Infinity Which, War. <laughs> that movie has so many plot holes, by the way. I heard about that, but I've never seen it. Infinity War got an 85%. What? It's not very high on the list. I can... I, mean, I can see why. Yeah. I can clearly see why people did that because it's a long movie and the <clears throat> it, it kind of stinks when you have all those plots going on at the same time. Yeah, and not only that, but I mean it's the same thing like what they did with the Harry Potter movies and the Hunger Games. They took one thing and they split it into two halves. So it goes without saying Oh, part one and part two. Yeah, yeah so it goes without gotcha. saying that the part one, it's always gonna cover the slow parts. It's always gonna be the yeah. build up show. So do not expect it to be like the boom out of this world. It's always the second gosh, one. It's dude, gonna be fair the enough. One. Fair enough. I can't wait for Endgame. I know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, my theory, because <clears throat> in the comic books, isn't it that Nebula ends up wielding the Infinity Gauntlet? There's actually been several people that are. Santa Claus had the Infinity Gauntlet at one point. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, what? <laughs> is that a is that a, a Marvel's What If series? No, it was actually they. I think it was obviously it was probably a Christmas special, but they okay. to help Santa Claus pass out the presents, they gave him the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh he goes batshit crazy, and they, have to, <laughs> and they have to beat up Santa Claus. He snaps away half the children in the yard. <laughs> All the naughty children. <laughs> ho ho ho, bitches. <laughs> Actually, interesting thing. Um, Dark Side even had the Infinity Gauntlet at one point. Oh, because they crossed him over. Yeah, and he actually. Oh my gosh! It was funny though, because like Dark Side, he had like the mo- he had the most badass response of it. I mean, he uses it for a little bit, and he's like, "Yeah, this cheap toy is useless." And then he stabs Thanos and says, "What? Just a cheap knockoff of myself? F you! I'm going back to my universe." <laughs> D- did you see the? Uh, do you watch Death Battle? I do not on YouTube. They they had Dark Side versus versus Thanos. <clears throat> It's pretty well, good. Darkseid's obviously going to win because he's an actual god. Thanos is just some yes. power-hungry psycho. Yes. Uh, Wanna be. Yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting is so the list that they have on here, they have a whole Marvel Cinematic Universe movies and TV mm-hmm. thing on our, on Rotten Tomatoes. So the top-rated TV show is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I can see that. Uh, I haven't really watched it. They have uh, Daredevil at 91%, which really? yeah. season three was so good. Yeah. Mm. Did you watch it? I, I don't watch Daredevil. I mean, except for Agents of Shield, I don't really watch the comic, the hero, the superhero TV shows. Literally, you could watch Daredevil <clears throat> one through three, and that's it. You don't need to see anything else. Mm-hmm. Although I really liked Luke Cage season two. Um, 
Iron Fist, I didn't. I made it through the first season live. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> and then Jessica somehow. Jones, I think, is overrated. Yeah. Honestly, and then when they all joined together, um, that was weak. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not a huge fan of those because most of those TV series stuff, they're all C-listers. I mean, they're not like right. the, the really big stuff. They're mm. the things that's like, okay, well, I can do – Daredevil, <laughs> Daredevil started it off right though because it was really gruesome. Mm-hmm. And the action scenes in that one because he's based. Like he doesn't – he has heightened senses, but he's still not like able to fly and do stuff like that. Yeah. So the fights that he had were so amazing. Mm-hmm. Choreographed super well. <clears throat> Season two, they brought Punisher in. Mm-hmm. And Which Punisher has been gaining traction on its own right. So but. see, I just okay. So speaking of that, I watched season two of The Punisher. wasn't a huge fan. It took a step backwards because hmm. the first season was like, oh my gosh, this is phenomenal. This is what we wanted. And then season two, he he just starts getting too soft. Over like stuff. what Frank Castle is. It's yeah. like it doesn't make sense for him to to go yeah. soft. And then um, the plot was really bad and the villain had <clears throat> a less than ceremonious death yeah yeah just poorly written i always thought because you know, they're gonna make a third deadpool it's i think it's just pretty An- given inevitable yes. yeah so i always i think it'd be kind of cool to see punisher and deadpool yeah that would be an interesting mix because i mean deadpool it's gonna be rate. it's gonna be rated r as always so you can do yeah. whatever the heck you want yeah and so in punisher he is a brutal anti-hero so he yeah. would fit in well with deadpool they killed yeah. it with with cable Mm-hmm. Yes, Deadpool they did. Too. Cable was awesome. Josh Berlin was super good in that movie. He's also Thanos, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> did he make a reference about him too? Something I about think purple. So. Yeah, uh, Deadpool is like uh, talking. He's like, "Cool it, Thanos." A <laughs> <laughs> not so subtle hint <laughs> or a nod. I was so stoked when they brought the Juggernaut out. Yes. Oh. Like, oh, it's the Juggernaut, guys. It's the Juggernaut. He's a Juggy, and he's huge. Uh, I have all the comics with him, and Deadpool starts listing off all the actual comics where the Juggernaut shows up. He's like, I have these comics, I have these comics, and he's like fangirling over the Juggernaut, and his Juggernaut's making this big, coming out of prison. So much better than X3 when they had Vinnie Jones play him, and he tried to – have you seen the, the YouTube – um, they they basically take the old X Men cartoon, and they just dub over. And the, basically, the punchline is, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." That's that's <laughs> what it is, and they they incorporated that yeah. into X Three. But it was it, the guy's br- British, so he's like, <clears throat> "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." And yeah. it's it's not it's not as not as yeah. well delivered. Yeah, that, that Juggernaut was too small. I mean, yeah. it's like the, the one Deadpool one. He was big. He he looked like he was a Juggernaut. Yeah, you got to CGI guy? him just. CGI's gotten so like good now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Colossus was great too. It was. It's like CGI's gotten to the point where you can't even tell they're CGI'd. Like Disney, Disney stuff that they have is out of this world. Right. Although some things, like especially when they do like the size comparisons, like I can look in, watching movies as often as I do, I can see okay, that's obviously CGI'd. I mean, you can tell. Right. Just, yeah, but, that's true. But, but look, it's, it's it gets hard to well, tell look sometimes. At, look at the last Star Wars movies that they've done. So when they brought in, I'd rather not. <laughs> you're like. Mm. Well, no. Um, Not so subtle. Uh, Rogue One. Okay, that one I do like. Because they had Mo- Grand Moff Tarkin in it, correct? And Leia. Yeah. And Leia. The, and you're like, wait a second, that looks just like them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. I mean, I, I mean, I could still tell it was CGI, obviously, because they're both right. dead. No, no disrespect or anything. Right. But it, right. I mean, the, the way they did it, it was spot and then, on. And then Tron. Tron. It was Tron they did. Yes. Oh, looks just like young Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. Like spot on. Well, that one was less well done, but right. But again, but it's you know, still I, in the same vein. Yeah. 
uh, you know, keep in mind, I do watch as often as I watch movies, I would notice it fairly well. Plus, yeah. it was my job to spot flaws in shirts from um, one of my previous jobs, so I'm good at finding oh. details. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great job. Just be like, hey, you suck. Yeah, I literally could halt the production line by saying, stop what you're doing. This one little piece is wrong. Well, Quit it! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Stop it right now! That's crazy. Yeah, I digress. <laughs> Um, you know the great thing that has brought us all together is Dungeons and Dragons. D and D, where I can be successful without leaving my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but by the way, I mean, speaking <clears throat> of which, like, like we're all in D and D group now. Um, but like Jackson, just tell us real, just real briefly before we go into D and D, what what brought you to Texas? What you brought you from Texas to Provo? Um, so I served an LDS mission here in. Provo. An LSD mission. Oh, is that what I said? You had a super nice trip. Nah, you said okay. LDS. <laughs> okay, no, I was like... <laughs> I'm just hella immature and, yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't like that at first. I mean, I think it reversed for me. It's like, it was the pain first and then, you know, it's like, <laughs> then it's like, okay, there's the high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, I came here, then I decided to come to school and so that's what brought me here. What keep What's keeping me here? Do you miss Texas? Oh my gosh, yes. I honestly, the one thing everyone asks me, like, what do I miss the most? And I have to say, I miss the humidity. The yeah, humidity. I miss humidity. Like, it's 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 nice every now and again that it's dry, but I hate dry heat because you get all sticky and nasty. Whereas humid heat, you sweat that off, and if you can muscle through the first five or ten minutes, after that you're golden. We know yeah. a thing or two about humid about humidity, don't we, Sam? Freaking Ohio, <clears throat> disgusting. Which, by the way, God has put Ohio in the freezer. Um, Just put the whole country in the freezer. Yeah, I hear it's supposed to be this big, you know, forty below sto- storm coming through the entire country. Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Chicago um, was colder than Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Which, hello, <laughs> excuse me, Antarctica. Oh, I saw a funny meme about that as well. It's like listing off <coughs> what Chicago, what places <laughs> Chicago is colder though, and it's like <laughs> it's like the North Pole, <laughs> <coughs> Canada, my, my ex's heart. <laughs> my That's good. Speaking of memes, I started a meme page yesterday. Oh, really? Actually, no. I actually had the meme. I had the page just because I thought the name was clever. Mm-hmm. So it's memory glands instead of mammary glands. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. going to catch any flack for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> None at all. That's the whole point. I mean, if you're going to make memes, it might as well be edgy. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Then I, I made my first my first meme with Alex Jones talking about memes. Always a good start. But he just says memes, memes, goofy memes. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, in connection with D&D, you have an Alex Jones character sheet, don't you? Yeah. One of my one of my coworkers helped me roll a character sheet for Alex Jones. And I can't wait to use it cuz it's it's pretty spot on. I think he's a he's a barbarian. Mhm. Because that's Alex Jones takes his shirt off and screams all the time, and and he's also a, uh, a charlatan, and then one of his abilities is that he can forge documents. Mm-hmm. So when I get that character, I'm just gonna go run to every town, stir up conspiracy theories, and then uh, yeah, then sell then <coughs> sell fake supplements to mm-hmm. make myself rich. Mm. And yeah, yeah, not a bad plan. Yeah, not a bad plan at all. Yeah, sounds pretty good. But yeah, do you plan on going back to Texas when it becomes its own country? Mm, probably before then. Probably before then. I guarantee. So he doesn't have to go through the customs. I guarantee. Well, I guarantee the United States is going to split up into different countries. At, at the way things are going, it's maybe not in the near future, but possibly in the. The way the divisiveness is yeah. now, 
between like Republican and Democrat, I could easily see people being like, "Nope, we're done." Yeah. California alone could be Secession. split into several states. Not that they'll be missed, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> California. Meanwhile, when we say that, people will be like, "No, because they're the technological center of the United of the United States because of Silicon Valley and yeah, social progress." And okay, sorry. You know what's crazy about <clears throat> about California though is it's. It, they do have a lot of Democrats, but they also have a ton of Republicans. Yeah, too. a lot of the state is red. It's just that a lot of the voting power is in the big cities. It's just winner takes all. Yeah. That's how it is. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, people have talked about how like California could be could split up into different states. Texas could be its own country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we could actually do it legally too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a republic. Correct? No, no, no. What's the proper line of for for secession yeah i've seen it a billion times but i can't recall it yes i um personally i don't know like the specific details because i hate politics because they're all a bunch of morons and i don't pay attention to it too much but from what i understand talking with all my other texan fellow texans it's you know it's in our constitution that when we joined the uh united states we could legally secede i don't know how true that is because i've never personally looked it up but i've always just coasted on that because texas used to be mexico Yeah, and it was its yeah. own country for 12 years. You know, there's another dimension where Texas really is part of Mexico still, and Mexico is the, 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 the world power. Wait, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, an alternate dimension. Oh, oh, okay. The power I behind see. the throne. Texas. <laughs> Marvel or DC what-if stories. Yeah, it's like, what if the you know Mexico had won that war? I mean, the United States would be really tiny, actually, because they had... They also had California, didn't they? they yeah, they had like up. pretty much the entire western half of the United States. Yeah. Mm. Could you or imagine how different it would be? Yeah, it would be really different. But then the entire western United States would probably be a drug cartel. <laughs> or the cartel is just <coughs> the world governing yeah. body. Yeah, because I mean, they pretty much are. Everything's, you know, south of Mexico and whatnot. I mean, I think there was even one point where the president of, or governor, whoever the, the leader of Mexico is, offered to sell Mexico to Obama. But Obama was like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, thank you. How crazy would that be if Trump's like, we're going to buy Mexico? <laughs> no, he wants Introducing the, the 51st state. Actually, we're just going to leave them in the 35 states that they're currently in. Now the United States will have 85 states. Oh, and while we're at it, Puerto Rico, 86 states. <laughs> in that and, case, uh, I would just go with 86 because I don't know why. I just don't like odd numbers. It has to be even. It has to be even. And you know what? Since we want it to be right at 90, how about we go ahead and we'll buy Cuba. And Canada. And, and we'll also buy the Dominican Republic as well. Actually, let's not go for Canada. Let, let them have their innocence for a moment longer. And then we'll go for Guam. Innocence. We'll just convert Guam, and then we'll buy, like, Uzbekistan. Well, actually, I saw, like, this one meme. It was, like, that Canada is the nice neighbor that lives above the meth house. And that's... that's yeah. Really <laughs> it uh, is. Uh, yeah. Trudeau, every time I mean, Trudeau... Trudeau. <laughs> Trudeau just pops up, like, ah, hello, hello, Donald Trump. And, hello, Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> we <borrow> some sugar. <laughs> you also don't want to buy Canada because we have to deport Justin Bieber somewhere. We have to get her. We have to send him somewhere. And he is from Canada, so you know. Bieber. Yeah. Can we? What's what's Bieber's return policy? Uh, if you don't find satisfaction in the first five seconds, get rid of him. <laughs> send him back. Uh, it's been more like the last five years, ten years. How long has he oh, been? He's been around for a while. Man. It has been hot minute. Hot minute. Yeah. Good old Biebs. Mr. Biebs. But yeah. 
Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, now that we've deviated quite substantially from that. Yeah. That's okay. But we've yeah, it's, that's the whole point of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We just jump down those rabbit holes and then yeah. yeah, and then we'll come back to the to more a, like, to a talking more like, bug. They're more like big chungus holes. Big, chung- <laughs> big chungus holes. <laughs> and we'll get to that because we have a comment on that. We'll talk about later. Uh, but let's uh, let's start with just. Uh, I mean, I, I think in this day and age, it's a pretty safe bet that most people know what D&D is. If not knowing what it is, they've at least heard of it. Defensive driving? Defen- so, no. Defense against the dark arts. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Severus Snape. Hey, that's pretty close. They got wizards. We got wizards, too. So. Yeah, and generally ours tend to last more than a year. So Yeah. <laughs> we have wizards. Oh you're, my god. You're a wizard, Larry. You're you're, you're a hairy lizard. Are you referencing the KKK with that? No. No. Just we, I mean, we very do have wizards. Smooth. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, yeah. That's what you meant. No. Yeah, no. I'm not from that part of the south. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that far south. There we go. We hit it, ladies and gentlemen. Call the time. Man, the KKK sucks. What a bunch of creeps. Especially because it wasn't it like, weren't they all Catholic or I Baptist? I don't know what they were. It's just a bunch of weirdos who were. Because it definitely, ha- I mean, it's it, there is some type of, they base it off of their belief in God. They're like, God has picked white people to be the chosen race or something like that. I don't know. Like I, I mean, I, I, of course, you know, I don't know what they teach in, in history nowadays. But I remember learning about the KKK and it's just like, oh, yeah, they were racist people who hated blacks and they hunted them and all that stuff. But they never went into, like, the whole motivation aside from they hated black people. That was the extent of the KKK motivation as far as. Which, I, I in, in my opinion, it's like, <clears throat> all right, we don't need to search any deeper because it's like we don't even want to. It's like we, we don't even want to know. We already know. A spade's a spade. They suck. Right. Yeah. There's nothing good that comes out of those dudes. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, and this goes with every bad thing in history, not just limiting it to this. I think it's important to know more about the motivation as opposed to just the one thing. I mean, like... Right. Th- this is true. I mean, this like, is true. Like, take the Holocaust, for example. Everyone thinks Hitler just did it because he hates the Jews. But no, there was a whole lot of other things he was doing and yeah. that was just... that. That's only the biggest... That's only, like, the thing it focuses on because it, it, the Holocaust was such a terrible thing. But there was more motivation aside from killing Jews. Hashtag Hitler did nothing wrong. No, no. Oh, no, don't don't get me. Me. no, no, no. JK, that was just to push buttons. Yeah, but no. yeah, because their their economy was in shambles after World War One. Yeah. Hitler restored them back and even more, I mean, <clears throat> to being a prideful country. And yeah, he just needed a focus to, you know, channel their hatred and keep himself in power. And the Jews, unfortunately, took the, you know, took the fall. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well, also- I guess, I guess. I guess KKK, if, if we're historically speaking, probably they were just paranoid after um, slavery ended because mm-hmm. that's how... Because of how poorly they had treated their slaves and like, oh no, now they're free people? Well, <laughs> well and that's what they based their labor force on. Was, yeah. yeah. I mean, I could see that like being a huge factor in the initial starting. It's not just, oh, we hate black people. It's we hate black people because they were our workforce that we could just literally enslaved but now they're free citizens and we have to treat them like normal people i'm frustrated i have to do that so. if only we could have sent tractors back in time mm. like here use these they only need a little bit of this chemical mixed with this and they will literally triple your output of any man <laughs> no i don't I or don't. if we had Ma- monsanto mm. monsanto monsanto to send all the proper all the proper crops and all that fun right. stuff hey mm. your boy elon musk get on that yeah. Uh, time travel. Uh, yeah. However, if we're going to be real, if we're talking about 
people that did bad stuff, are we going to forget the fact that Stalin was then like, here, hold my beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stalin was like, meanwhile, yeah, in the like, gulag. Didn't he kill like 95 million of his own people? or 95? Whoa! I think the estimated number was around 20 million. That's okay. the genocide victor right there. <laughs> okay, well, at least I was relatively in the ballpark. Have you heard? Uh, have you heard? I'm Bill, in the same state. <laughs> have you heard Bill Burr's bit about um, Hitler being the Michael Jordan of evil? <laughs> no. He's like, listen, anybody who ever says someone is evil and they want to make a huge statement, they're like, he's practically Hitler. Like, mm -hmm. that's the thing. He's like, he is the greatest of all time. I don't know. I think the Roman emperors probably had a little bit more to go on. Yeah. Um, Granted, they all had you know lead poisoning, and so they were you know batshit crazy. But that too. I don't know. Some of those African dudes are crazy too. Oh yeah, like, oh, like African e warlords, like yeah. Idi Amin. Mm -hmm. Oh, not only that, but the Rwandan civil war—that yeah. was terrible. I mean, have y'all ever seen that Hotel Rwanda yeah. movie? Oh mm -hmm. yeah, that was that was sad. Yeah, bad, bad times. Yeah, it's that weird though. That happened when the year I was born. That stuff still goes on. That's Africa the crazy took. part in Africa. Yeah, it's like everyone always thinks like racism is you know white and black people or whatnot, but no, it's like yeah, it exists. Right. Between different people, all the, you know, same people of the same color. So it's like. Right. And then it boils down to more things than racism because a lot of those killings that they have are religious based mm -hmm. because you have you have a high you have a high percentage of Muslims in the northwestern part. And then you have. Well, no, they're spread out throughout the whole country, but then you also have Christians there, too. And you get stupid Christians who go kill Muslims. You get stupid Muslims who go kill Christians. Then you get the tribal people who just believe in the stupidest shit possible. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's never a problem with ethnicity or religion and everything. It's always the zealots that are the problem. Yeah. And the extremists. They always stir people up. They find Extremist a way to, in any form is dangerous. Yeah, they find a way to manipulate people because as humans, we're easy to manipulate. Like, totally. Yeah. That's yeah. how we are. Bunch of lemmings. Yeah. To a certain degree, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, so D and D, D and D, yes, back to our back D and D. To, back How did we? Like I said, that was a chungus hole right there. Yes, uh, that was. Started with D and D and ended with genocide. <laughs> yes. All right, which you know what? If no. your D and D campaign is going well, sometimes <laughs> or poorly rather, uh, it sometimes ends like that. Well, I actually did that a few times, not for like a D and D character, but I actually was just. I wanted to make a D and D bad guy that I could set up for you know some of one of my sessions. So I actually made a character, and he was a mind flayer and he was a, a sorcerer and whatnot. And I actually went through his whole thing, you know, had him go through all these campaigns I had. Mm -hmm. He committed mass genocide. He just went and slaughtered everyone and did all these crazy things because I wanted to give him a bad rep. I wanted to give him things to base off that would make him a more realistic bad guy. So right, and I, make it clear that yeah, he's the bad guy. There's no saving him. Just kill him. Oh well, yeah. It's, it's pretty much. That's what I. That's what I like so much about D and D is that, I mean, a lot of it is based on. The character building, is so in depth. It really and is. It's so cool. There's so much you can control. The role playing mm -hmm. part makes it, because like in video game world, I love the role playing games. Like Mass Effect is one of my favorites because as Shepard, there's so much you can do, but then again, you have the fact that you're Shepard. Yeah, you're, you're not, stuck to this one character. Right. You're not somebody else. Whereas D&D, &D, it's just like, all right. You can be whoever you want. Yeah. Race, yeah. gender, whatever. Like, yeah. Sam, like uh, talking about your, keep talking about your your relatively brief experience so far because you're relatively new to the game. Yeah. I'm very new. The first week I was lost. Yeah. The next week I was like, meh. Yeah. But, his first game was for what four weeks ago? Yeah, five weeks we ago. We've been playing for a month now. Holy yeah. crap! Ah. And then the third game, he tries to start a bar fight. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. I think once I understood what was going on, I felt a little more ambitious. Mm-hmm. And you start getting stuff. more comfortable with RPE. And yeah, and then you think outside of the box and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm still very much a traditional thinker. But uh, shout out to our DM, though, for being super good and patient and mm-hmm. everybody else is chill it's a good group to start out with yeah definitely i like your i like the group that we're in but yeah it's super fun uh the combat stuff's been really fun mm-hmm. you know and it's all that's another thing that's progressed too because you know I- instead of running in and just you know button smashing like yeah let's attack 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 <laughs> yeah you know last week we tried to pull off the chungus bomb yeah i mean it's like uh, <laughs> pretty much like anytime for those of you who don't know anytime you play D D. Around 70 to 80% of it is going to be shenanigans, where you're just running around <laughs> doing the stupidest thing. And then the other 20%, no, the other 18% is going to be talking amongst, infighting amongst the group. And then you got maybe 2% or so that you're actually following the plot line that the DM has written out. I mean, I would say that that's a lo- the, the following the plot and like the going along the campaign is a little bit more. But yeah, it's pretty <clears throat> accurate. Um, yeah, but it's everything I, I mean, it's everything and more that I want, wanted it to be. I've wanted to get into D&D for the longest time. What is your, tell us about your character. Uh, so my character is a dragonborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think its name is Rogar Face Smasher. Mm-hmm. He lives up to the name, just yeah, like he says. That's, yeah, yeah, I've smashed a couple faces with mm-hmm. my maul. And uh, yeah, um, and his nickname is the Big Chungus because he won a fighting tournament called the Big Chungus. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, what else? Yeah, he likes to carry around a maul and a great axe and throwing weapons. And Oh, he's a green dragonborn, which means he can breathe acid fire on people, mm-hmm. which I haven't gotten to use yet. Yeah. No, because you were going to use it. But... I was going to use it last week, but I didn't want to like torch my, yeah. <laughs> my it, comrades. It's funny. I've never I've used my lightning breath once because I'm a I'm a brown dragon, a bronze dragonborn, so yeah. I can breathe lightning. But I have only ever done it once. I'm so ticked because my the way I envisioned <clears throat> the Chungus bomb working out was that blade was going to throw me up in the air, and then while I was in the air, I was going to do use dragon breath on all the minions below me. But, of course, that didn't work. Yeah, it was like a spoof movie throw where you're swinging the guy round and round, but instead of throwing him in the direction you go, you smack him into the wall. And it's like, <laughs> that didn't work. It was like in Thor Ragnarok where he throws the ball out the window and it bounces back and smacks him in the head. That's exactly what happened. It was yeah. pretty great. Yeah, I was like, please, please make this work. <laughs> and so your your character's name is uh, Lanier, yep. right? And a bronze dragonborn. Yep, Lanier. Dryad. Leaves. No, he's a druid. Druid, druid. Yeah. And then my character is um, is Ryan is a human fighter, which and his name is Ryan Forge. Which, by the way, if we're going by the statistics of D and D, is about as basic as you can go because I'm a basic bitch like that. (laughs) (laughs) I only play fighters or rogues. Excuse me, can you point me to the nearest Starbucks? (laughs) (laughs) That Starbucks being a weapon shop. Because I need a new soul. No, he's not even going to go to a Starbucks. He's going to be like one of those low-class coffee places. It's like the plainest of the plan here. <laughs> I like my coffee black with no sugar or anything. Right. It's actually gotten to the point that... Okay, so we ta- Sam, we talked about your experience. I'll talk about my experience a little That's bit. That's what I was going to ask about next because you... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just you've had some crazy stuff happen. Yeah, so I'm I'm a I would call myself a veteran player. Um, I am on eight years <clears throat> of playing D and D regularly and going on nine. Uh, I, it started all the way back with my buddies from high school, who are all you know 
I still have a great group of friends back home, but you know, now I'm here in Utah, so I need some groups here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, with my group back home, like we've always, we, we have a really good DM named Kent, our buddy Kent, and he's done a great job and we've had some great stories, some amazing tales. And, uh, even one that, uh, one of our campaigns that we've been running for six years just got closed up. Uh, like it, like the campaign ended and it was, it was emotional for me. Um, it, I, I, I was, you guys were both there the night the like the campaign ended mm-hmm. and like I came down and I was just like, it's over guys. <laughs> you were straddling laughter and tears. Yeah. Like you were trying so hard not to have a complete I breakdown. was so confused at first. It's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, do I go up to like there, there? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's riding the struggle bus hard. It, it, it was one of those things because I was riding the struggle bus too because I was like, I don't know how to feel. But then AJ, man, freaking AJ. AJ's such a twerp. Uh-oh. He's like, oh, Jesse's, Jesse's getting emotional over D&D. I'm like, Bro. like, dude, do you, do you not understand? Yeah. Like, like, that's been your weekly thing for yeah. how long was it? Ten years? Six years. Yeah, Six so, years. Like, Six years. Every weekend you guys mm-hmm. were playing that. Like, yeah. I remember when I tried to compare it to him, like, when, when, when I played football. I only played football for two years, but you kind of have, like, a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's very fraternal, and then you get to the final game, and it just hits you. You're like, uh, it's all over. Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine doing that for six years and then just having oh. it stop. Yeah, I mean, people get emotional over the freaking Sims that lasts for two months. But, you know, back off. Let, you know, <laughs> this, this guy, it's, it's an emotional thing, especially when it lasts that long. Anything right. when it lasts that long. Well, and because you're also putting you, – you mold that character. It's part of you that's in it. Right. Yeah. I mean, because the char- my, my character's name was Jack Carver. Uh, and he was a level 17 rogue, so he was a pretty high-level rogue. He, In that campaign, he had gone through a lot of stuff. Like, he had gone through several friendships with various characters, some that died off, some that were there since the beginning. Um, and, like, it was actually an established thing that, like, my character, because of my friendship with my buddy DJ's character, his character, like, had been struggling with this, like, be, am I going to be good or am I going to be bad? Like, because he was dealing with this, like, um, blessings of a god complex thing, um, and because of my friendship, like he decided to take the good path, um, and like he ended up staying around for the final fight and really being, you know, help us win this battle, this this final battle to save the galaxy or save our universe and save our world. And for me, it's like that's what D and D is. It's about that storytelling. That um, like every session, it's you and your buddies mm-hmm. making this story together, having fun, shenanigans, the battles, the the conflicts, the enemies you face, the friends that your characters makes, building the characters. And it's just like you said, Sam, you know, there's a piece of you that goes into that into those characters. Yeah. It's like a horcrux. Except <laughs> you don't get destroyed once they get TPK. <laughs> and it's actually a good part of your soul you're putting in there. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, even though I, I like I said earlier, like I, I only play fighters and rogues. My friends always get on me because I always play Fighters are rogues, and I only play human. Because if you haven't noticed, human variant first level, you get you get two feats. No, you get a feat, and you get some additional buffs, because otherwise humans are pretty bland. Yeah. So yeah, my choice in race and class may be pretty basic, but you know what? I shred at those classes. So the other thing, too, is the magical stuff. I remember one of my old roommates was trying to get a campaign together, and he rolled a character sheet for me that was going to be a warlock. 
But there's so much crap with magic, like Yep. It's it's hard to keep up. There really is. Yeah. So I think I think having my first character start off, you know, just as a fighter, I think that was a good good route to go. Oh, I think that's recommended for first time players. I think the next time I'll try I'll try my hand at magic. Yeah, I mean usually most of my characters they revolve around the magical spectrum because I'm I mean, you know, I based off me personally, like in real life, I'm not a guy who can go in there swinging. I'll get my ass handed to me. <laughs> so it's like I prefer to like go away and just you know zap zap zap. Yeah, <laughs> so, zap, zap. from a distance. So I, my characters reflect that. So I'm usually something that's in the background, you know, throwing spells everywhere. And so that's why I tried a druid this time because usually I'm always either a wizard or a sorcerer. So I wanted to try mm-hmm. a different brand of magic. Mm-hmm. The only thing magic I will never touch is I will never touch clerical magic because I do not like the cleric, cleric or paladin class. Yeah, so that's the other element too, where you kind of have like your backstory is what drives you, like your your bond with a deity or ethereal yeah, force or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting aspect. The other thing too that now I think about it is like our campaign, like the part we're at right now is mainly just like following you around and your guy because he's like, I want to go find was it the conclave? Yeah, I had to it's go find a, con- a conclave of druids because I had some stuff I needed to talk. And to is them this about. E- is this even main storyline related or no? Um, so it's so pretty much like at the beginning of this the session, the group that we that we're in, um, the dungeon master asked each of us for a backstory, like goals our characters have, what do you want, what we're trying to do with our lives, just a basic backstory, because he wants to try to make the campaign you know, focus around our goals and aspirations, which is why the first part of the campaign, we revolved around this one, uh, the only girl in the group, her name, her character's name is Callista. It focused around like a lot of politics and, you know, lords and backstabbing and family <laughs> family assassinations. So that was the, the entire first part of it revolved around her. And now the dungeon master is focusing on my character's story, which is fighting off a group of anti-druids and trying to find the dragon that sired my village. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is good because I still need to get like some more of our backstory to co- to our, to our DM because oh, yeah. to give us reasons to have maybe trouble or otherwise to just have more growth because I sent him me me and Sam have a combined backstory uh, him Rogar or Big Chungus and then Ryan Forge we have a combined backstory we came from the same town um, and I sent our DM like this long like short story of a not of a of a backstory, like explaining what, uh, about us, but I need to need to flesh out some things um, in the way that the DM can use to like progress story time with us, or to like give us enemies that might be coming after us, or maybe not, or maybe they're not. Maybe it's good guys that are trying to find us, but just only I only say that because Jax is here. I don't want to spoil anything. You know, the other thing that I think about too is I feel kind of selfish because the past two weeks, a lot of the stuff that's happened has been around. Me just running off into the village like, farting pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sega. To be fair, I mean that's what's going to a lot of happen. I mean, I'm just in the last few sessions, I've been getting the feeling that the dungeon master didn't really put a whole lot of story effort into like the druid conclave and everything. So I'm, while I'm trying to dig into it a little bit, he's just like giving me you know quick, short, bland things. So I'm get, I'm getting the feeling that this isn't really the focus of we're just here for a brief stop and then he has the big problem thing in Jasper which is the town we're trying to get to which I mean it, I think it's understandable because as a DM like I've never DM'd 
Um, actually, that's a lie. I've done like one shots. Uh-huh. Jackson, I know I, if we want to talk a little bit more about your experience, you've done D&D for what, 10 years? O- over 10 years now that I think about it. Because I started like my dad was a huge enthusiast for the game. So he wanted to, you know, of course, get his sons and turn them into a bunch of geeks. Naturally. Which he succeeded uh-huh. with me. Let, that, let, let the record show he succeeded. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, I have a lot of experience playing with my dad and a few other games. But then after a while, it's like, oh, I can't find a group to join. So, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to make my own. Right. So I have. I'm still probably would be considered an amateur dungeon master, but mm-hmm. I'm I, I can get by in it. But wouldn't you say that like, as as a DM, like it kind of makes sense, because I mean, yeah, like you want to have side things and be able to build off of those side things for characters to to take on. Mm-hmm. But if it, it shouldn't most of your effort and like designing of a campaign be based around the main, like the main threats, the main storyline? Oh, absolutely. Cause, I mean, like especially like you know, even as we were talking here, we. We've tried to in- getting on the D&D topic in this podcast like three times, and then we always deviated somewhere deviated. else. Deviated. Yeah. And so now it's like... And that's okay. Yeah, and that happens all the time in a D&D session. Like, the Dungeon Master has a plot. He has a story. He's built up everything. But then it's like, ooh, a squirrel. And so we go on this, like, ten sessions quest <laughs> to go follow the squirrel and figure out what kind of nuts it's storing for winter. So stuff like that happens all the time. Turns so out it, it's scrap. Yeah. So it, it can make it hard to um uh, to DM properly because mm-hmm. you ha- you have one thing planned but then the the group wants to take it off in a <laughs> totally different direction and then you have to improvise something or and then you have to build up Pull all that something out of your butt. Yeah. I think there's a there's a there's a military history line that says no well played land ever survives contact with the enemy yeah uh, for a DM that's no well laid story pl- uh, <laughs> session plan ever survives contact with its yeah. players and like, I've seen so many different memes and jokes and everything like my favorite one is has the DM you know giant godlike figure he has his hands on the big 20 sided dice and he's you know scratching grooves into it hand on his face looking super frustrated <laughs> and on the front it has like this little character like the wizard guy's like guys come help me and there's a bunch of tentacles coming out of the door and with the <laughs> thing over the door says main plot line and then <laughs> you have on the other side all the, the entire party is like with a little sign above this one person is like random NPC and they're all looking at him you know flower eyed anime eyes sparkles and everything and it's like that is so true You as a DM I put so much effort trying to get the story here but then no all those ungrateful players take the story somewhere else and I have to BS something to make them happy but I think that's half of the fun. <laughs> it is. I, I, I complain about it now in jest, but it is half the fun. So it's like, especially afterwards, like, okay, you know what? You made me suffer. Now, how can I make you suffer? <laughs> right. The DM, it's like, all right, you're going to neg- neglect the main storyline. All right. Maybe now next time you meet a main character villain, yeah. he's going to be a little bit more powerful because he was able to get that crystal thing that y'all were supposed to get two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's like sometimes, especially when the, the my group that I run on Sundays, they give me grief. It's like, you rolled a natural one. I'm like, ha, okay, here's what I'm going to happen to you. You mm. trip and you face plant on the ground and you are disoriented. And they're just, you try to swing something, your axe goes, you know, swing it back. The axe goes flying over your shoulder and, and beds itself in the wall. Right. You, you put butter on your hands so it slipped out. Well, that's, yeah, the DM will always get super giddy whenever he gets a high roll. He's like, woo! Yes, I get to hurt you. <laughs> yes, it's like, ha I am the god of this world and I will make you suffer. How do you think Matt Mercer set feels? <laughs> Shout out. Uh, and I mean, and again, that's that's D and D. It is. That's making your own fun. That's mafia. <laughs> yeah. That's how mafia works. But also, I think you know, for me, the big part of the another big part of the fun, if not the biggest part, is the storyline and the character development yourself. Because I mean, yeah. 
not just with D&D, but like any other game that I play, I love writing fluff and stories and just like making a reason for all these things happening. So like even with my tabletop gaming, I will play a game with it and then I'll go home and write like a three page small short story about the battles that I played and just develop my characters and whatnot from that. So it's it's really fun to do. What other tabletop stuff do you Oh, like uh, the Warhammer stuff that I talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. So like, I'll I'll play my Warhammer 40K game with all my armies and everything, and then I'll get home, I'll type up a story from the battle as I remember it, and it's usually from the point of view of one of the characters. Yeah, actually. So. I've never done a lot of other tabletop stories mm-hmm. or tabletop games. Um, like, you know, like D&D's pretty much been my biggest one, but I haven't done anything like Warhammer 40K. Or Man, my buddies in high well. Yeah, I had friends in high school who played Warhammer. I couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that, it's hella and expensive. It is because it's, it's those little figurines that you buy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and I've and I've bought, uh, <clears throat> I've bought little mini mini figurines for like a one shot that I did, and I walked into a store looking for like a few things, and I I spent hundred and twenty bucks, and I only got like four things. Ah, oh yeah, it's no, bad. No. That's I, the crazy part. That's the thing I like about D and D too, because the only thing you're spending money on are like manuals. your time. Yeah. yeah. Time and manual versus thing. like Magic the Gathering. That oh, that, that crap's expensive. Although I love Magic the Gathering, and but it's I, so expensive. I always go for like those big booster packs. And everything. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's twenty bucks, but you're getting and you get a lot of basic cards, but you still get some good stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I always if there's another set that comes out, I normally get one one to two of those like Planeswalker decks because mm-hmm. you get a good character and then you get two two um, two booster packs with it. Yeah, I try and to resist those though because <laughs> most of it's like the only reason I'm even looking at them is because. I want the planeswalkers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, but true. some of those planeswalkers is like, you just came out of the crack. Who the hell are you? I mean, yeah. all the what? other planeswalkers. I mean, as the sets release, you know, there's story building in them. They, yeah, because you like like Jace. There's like a million different variations of Jace, and yeah. now the new ones they have out are like, uh, what? Yeah. Um, you know, so the last one that I got, it was part of Ravnica. 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 Yeah, and. I it, it was a Vraska deck, which is like this oh, Gorgon. Yeah, you know it's funny. So I got I get the holographic one, and then in one of the booster packs, I got the other the other Vraska from that series. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, yes. Actually, interesting thing. So in the newest Magic sets that are coming out, a lot of the old Guildmasters on Ravnica are being overthrown, and Planeswalkers are being placed in their place. Oh. So it looks like you know Dovon Ban, Ban that Vatican or whatever he's called. Uh, Planeswalker, he left Kaladesh, and he—I think—he is now in charge of the Azores Guild. This oh, one, wow. um, this uh, from that Magic Conspiracy deck, uh, uh, Kea, that uh, black and white Planeswalker. She is now the leader of the Ozov Guild, mm. and it sounds like this other Planeswalker, Domini Rad, he's from Ravnica, and it sounds like he's getting poised to take over the Girl Guild. Yeah. So it's like all. I think uh, Nicol Bolas is setting up Planeswalkers to take over Ravnica. I wouldn't be surprised if he puts Ralzark as part of the Izzet. I love Nicol Bolas. It's such a funny name for this large <laughs> dragon that actually just sounds like a Slav. Yeah. They should give him a tracksuit, some Adidas. Really Slav him up. Nicol Bolas. <laughs> you want to go bowling? Yeah. <laughs> Cousin. He sounds like the Italian, but he's more as a German. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, this is the kind of like lore building that really, like, really excites me because I love reading up on lore stuff but like dude, that. Ixalan, Ixalan got me way into it. I loved Ixalan's. Yes, I have to admit though, I was a little like super surprised because like the um, Jace planeswalker card from Ixalan, he's like wearing you know half his clothes off, and I'm like, 
Dude, Jace, you have never been without clothes. Cover yourself up. Cover yourself up. Jace, please. Stop. Sir. <laughs> Children may be playing this game. <laughs> Jace, you need to stop. But I loved playing as the dinosaurs. That's my deck that I always play as the yeah. dino deck that I build. It's not very effective, and I lose a lot of times. But but it's fun. If I win, it is yeah. devastating. Yeah. No, my my favorite deck that I, I, I play is. I have two. So one of them is a merfolk deck. It's uh, blue. Oh, no! Yeah. Ah! It's blue and white. I mean, it works really good once I can get it going, but if you stop me early enough in the game, I can't grow it. Uh, so that one's fun. That sounds like the sliver deck. It, it, it's very similar to it. But another one of my favorites is my Rakdos deck. because It's uh, another uh, Ravnica guild. It's like red and black. But literally, that deck hurts me as much as it hurts everyone else. And I don't know why, but it's just like, I guess I'm a sadist or a masochist or whatnot, but it's just as much fun as like, okay, put this down. Yes, it hurts me, but I'm also stabbing you at the same time with a Man. bigger knife. My my roommate used to be here, Steve. He had a ton of magic cards, mm -hmm. and then my buddy Ryan, us three would play like almost every night for like, I forget how many months it was. Steve had a poison deck that was awful to play against, and then and then Ryan has a Kithkin deck. That's like you can't stop it. I don't think I've ever beaten him when he's used it. I don't think I ever have. So if you're listening, Ryan, we'd I, I need to beat you once, at least once. And Kent, the one with the sliver deck, which I freaking hate him. He's freaking scumbag. It's it, I only say that because he's good at the game and he uses a very cheap deck that is able to to be used effectively once it gets rolling. It, it, screw you, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kent. Yeah, I have Scream. a sliver deck that I play around with. It's got like the sliver hive lord and everything in it. So it oh, gets, he had that. It gets it's big and it's nice. And I'm like, haha, my precious. <laughs> yeah, and then like once it gets rolling and he has like just you have token creatures that you can just nix, but then you can bring them back really quick. Ooh. The real fun games now are the adult party games. Those are the ones that like Jackbox. Uh, yeah. So the Jackbox ones. Use your words. Oh my gosh, use your words. Like makes me. It almost makes me unconscious from laughter. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh. My only complaints is to use your words is that you can only do six players. Mm -hmm. and, and it needs more content. Yeah, they need to put out some DLC for it because we're starting to get some. So is this like a Cards Against Humanity kind of thing? You've played it. You with played us. it. Oh, uh, it was the game on, on the PlayStation. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's not a card game. It's a, it, but it, that's the new variation they're going with a lot of those party games is that they're going the electronic route. Go electronic. That you either play it through a computer or a console, I'm and an then idiot, everybody though. connects with their phone. I wish I would have bought. Fantastic. I wish I would have bought the four pack for the Jackbox games because mm -hmm. they they dropped down the price for it. No, that's no, okay. They have like five of them now, mm. but I mean, I'll just hack away at them bit by bit. They're not horribly expensive. If they make like a user words two, or they just get more DLC, I don't think we'll ever need another game. Yeah, yeah. I mean that in quick. But it's always is... funny how it progresses, though, because we always start off with some type of Jackbox game, and then by the time start off with Quiplash, it's pretty fun, and then you go to Gespionage, and you have but, some more jokes. Yeah. But that's the progression that it went because. Everybody knew Quiplash was good. The first time like this all came together, it was Quiplash. Then we had to select people who played Gespionage. And Gespionage started getting rowdy. That one was... <laughs> <The raunching. laughs> that one oh my was, gosh, yes. We, yes, you were there for that, weren't you? I pretty he, wasn't, he wasn't there for the... For the, um, the big... The induction of... of use your words. words. But... Okay, because it, cause Ben was there. It was me, you, Ben, AJ. AJ, that and then Russell was there, Russell too. Russell was there for a time. And then we we died during Gespionage because it was so funny. That's when Ben got his his, his joke. His joke. Yes. You got yours. Yes, I got mine. Um, 
And then in inside jokes, uh, maybe are well, they're inside jokes, so they're inside jokes. Only meant for only those meant on for the inside. On the end, yeah. Back off, the, you nosy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Russell ended up going home because he was. It was like one in the morning. One in the and morning. And I was just sitting there. I was already sitting there, just like, oh man, I wish I could find that game. <laughs> then we found it, and they're like, "Do we want to play it?" Like, ah, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> then oh. for no, another two hours later, <laughs> we played till like four in the morning. Yeah. No, I think we played until three, and then we talked for another hour. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Great. I've oh, done that before. I, I binge watched an entire season of Agents of Shield. I was watching that at ten o'clock, and I was still watching that at seven o'clock in the morning when my roommates come out. And I'm like, oh, is it morning already? Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> that happened with Punisher. Mm-hmm. I was watching that, and then I heard AJ get up. I was like, oh, oh shoot, yikes! <laughs> that was back when I could stay up for thirty six hours. Now I can't do that anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Fine, I'm getting old. That ain't my DNA. How old are you? I'm just 25. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm the youngest here. I'm 23. Freaking scrub. Well, I'll be 26 in a month. Sam, you're 28 right now. I'm 27. 27? Dang. Don't push me. <laughs> Don't push your buttons. Nah, I'm close to 30. That keeps me up at night. Yeah. Like, yeah. what am I going to have accomplished by the time I'm 30? I don't know. You got to get yourself hitched, dude. Oh, hell no. I, <laughs> I, I'm not in a rush for that. Yeah, it's like, well, um, no, you shouldn't be. No, I'm, I'm just I'm gonna be like Batman. I'm gonna be forever single. I'm just gonna have like this awesome bat cave, and it's just gonna be great. Except it's gonna be a man cave. But then you gotta make then you, you gotta going, make your man cave. Then you're going to have a one night stand with the leader's daughter of, of an assassin of an assassin's creed or an assassin's guild. Assassin's and then you're gonna have a son who's a little dick. Yeah. And then isn't a dick anymore. That's okay. My mama raised me with the belt. I can put that kid in line. <laughs> Texas Batman. <laughs> oh, like, that's right. Boy, you get your shit together, I'll blow your face off. <laughs> Texan Batman would be one Texan of the discipline. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he wouldn't be avert. He wouldn't be afraid of using a gun. <laughs> His parents didn't die in an alley. Yeah, they they died in an oil field. <laughs> no, 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 no. They died in a stampede. <laughs> <laughs> They were shot by the cartel. Some villain with a handlebar mustache had put him in, pushed him in front of a, pit of a lot of bulls. A cattle rustler. No, the, the villain never has the, hand, the villain never has the handlebar mustache. That's like the outlaw friend you got. The villain always has that little. Not true. Pee. Not true. Not true. Okay, I'm not talking about Sons of Anarchy stuff. I don't no, know no, how no. That goes. Also, have you seen Gangs of New York? No. Okay, that one. I think. But Daniel, that's Yank stuff. We don't care about that. Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis in that one. Listen to you, Bill the Butcher. He was so good in that one. I think he. I think he won an Academy Award for it. I'm not sure. But yeah, anywho, Texas Texan Batman. That'd be interesting. They already did the 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 uh, Bat, Batman Samurai one. No, Batman Ninja. They did. Yeah. Actually, uh, in the Flashpoint one, they're pre- he pretty much was. A, a, yeah. Actually, no, he would have been like New York gangster Batman. Yeah. He was running around, you know, with a flask in his cape and you know gun. He was like an alcoholic. He was shooting people and. Yeah. Yeah, Flash was like uh, mm. Flashpoint Paradox. I think that might be the best DC movie they've made. I wasn't a huge fan of the animation there because it made everybody look super blocky and like steroid injected. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it was but still good. It was good and it was gruesome. No, I like um, Constantine yes, City of Demons. That's one of my favorite DC movies. Mm, I need to see that one. I got it. Movie yes. Night Bro. Yes. Excellent. And we'll have to watch Mask of the Phantasm as well. Yeah. There's also another Batman one. There's, a, there's another Batman one I want to see that's the Order of the Owls. Ooh. Mm. The, that's Batman versus Robin. Yeah, I have that one too. I need to see that one because apparently there's a teaser from who made 
the Arkham series? It was. Are we talking about like the Rocksteady? Arkham. Whatever studio made it, they're based out of Montreal. They sent out this tweet, and it looked like the symbol for the Order of the Owls. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they the might, they <coughs> might, yeah, the Court of Owls. That's the what it is. Owls. So they might make another game based upon the Court of the Owls. That would be cool. That'd be pretty neat. I mean, honestly, like if they make a live action Batman movie, the Court of Owls would be a good villain, especially if you, those not, those people want to go for the realistic approach, mm-hmm. right? But. Right. Yeah, I agree. I tried to go as the court, one of the Court of Owls guys for when I went to Comic Con last fall, but one of my friends took the map so she could make copies of it, and I never got it back. So ripperoni. Yeah, I just bought, I just bought swords instead. You know, made myself happy. Right. I dropped like two hundred bucks there. See, oh, that's another. Speaking about money, going back to to magic, uh, this is. With you guys talking about how expensive a lot of ho- a lot of hobbies like that are, yeah, drugs would be cheaper. Yeah, drugs would be cheaper. Also, that's why I say I can't have two hobbies because with how much money I spent on firearms, oh, like yeah. I can't take magic or Warhammer 40k or any of that. I yeah. can't. No, I, I can't can, spend it. I I, can, I balance it because I mean, like my my top three things that my money gets funneled into is my movie collection because I'm a huge cinephile. I love watching movies. That's one of my things. Cinephile. That's the word. I am a huge bookworm, so I have like the biggest library in my entire immediate family. The mm-hmm. biggest library, yes, and it's the best it's library. Huge. It is lots am, of lots of books. I am I am quite proud of it. And, you should and, be. And then of books course you know good. there's the 40k stuff. So I I channel my money into that appropriately. Mm-hmm. All right, all time favorite movie. All time favorite movie, Lord of the Rings, without a doubt. Which one? Ooh, I can't differentiate between. Why them do you have to make the man choose? I'm right, yeah, I'm right there with you, but according to the film critic community, they rank it as the number as the tw- the two towers. I almost said the twin towers. <laughs> well, mm. same result either way. No. I'm serious. I've never seen the tower. That tower goes down. <laughs> Some order sixty six oh, right there. Oh my gosh! Oh. I say what's on my mind, okay? Oh. It's gotten me in trouble before. Oh. <laughs> Not in this household, but man, you know I didn't know what. Uh, one of my coworkers in Ohio showed me uh, a nine eleven meme for the first time. Oh no! I felt like part of my soul died that day. I had no idea what it was either. He was like, "Hey, this is really funny. Watch." And from that moment on, it's. I've never been the same. Oh, there's, but yeah, oh my gosh. But anyway, okay, so it was the Two Towers was number one, Fellowship of the Ring was number two, and then Return really? of the King was number three. I beg to differ. I think they're all great. I have them I equally agree. established. Yeah. Although, let's be honest, the grandiose of three is just, I mean, well, my only complaint is that Gimli didn't get to take down an Oliphant. Yeah. I mean, if Gimli could have taken down an elephant. Gimli didn't have his big feet. Yeah. yeah. Although I would have liked to see him, how he would have done that. Because I mean, Legolas, he's a freaking elf, and he's got a butt. <laughs> he's swinging around. He's jumping. <laughs> yeah. Let's reference back to all the Legolas stuff he's done. He's sliding down stairs a on a shield. He slides down a spider in the Hobbit. Oh, in the spot. Oh my gosh! In the in the Hobbit, it's the one where he's riding on the barrels like perfectly. You're yeah. like, he's oh. balancing on their heads. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's yeah. like how do you. 
so how do you do that for a dwarf? But people are like, we've had enough of this OP Legolas shit. <laughs> yeah. Although We're done. to be fair, you know, he's an elf. Elves are naturally agile like right. that. So yeah, I mean it makes true. sense that they can do it. I mean I just want to see like then it, for Gimli it would have to be like he has to kill like twenty people while being on fire or having a magic cat or like somebody that has magic basically shooting a flamethrower at him and he's just like, nah, F that shit. No, I think yeah. like his Gimli moment, and it's just like it's super great. I mean, yeah, Legolas takes out all his. Is him, it the beard? No, no. Well, <laughs> that, that's one of them. Yeah, not the beard. No, no. Like one of my favorite scenes of him is when it's in the two towers when he's at Helm's Deep. He's standing between the two ladders and just going 17, 18, <laughs> and like he's playing whack a mole with the Urukais, like coming up the, the ladders, like, reaping an impressive kill. I mean, uh, he's just like yes. hey, not not gonna lie. That's the other one where he says, "Tosh me, yeah. toss me. Don't tell the elf. Catch <laughs> up the sentence. You got to toss me." Oh. Speaking of uh, that kind of realm and then going to D&D, uh, what are we going to get for our D&D session tonight? Because oh, we're going oh, to oh. have to bounce here pretty soon. Yeah, here in a couple minutes. Yeah, My guess is that the DM will f- is going to feel slightly guilty about sidelining me for most of last session. So yeah. I think he may try to focus more on, on my character a little bit, at least as far as he can go. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm getting the feeling I've done as, I've gone as far as I can, although I'd like to explore more. I just don't – I think there's not much I can do there. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to try to focus on me, and I'm going to have – he's probably going to try to start nudging me back toward the rest of the group, and then we're going to continue back on towards our, Jasper. Continue on our merry journey, and I oh, think yeah. we're going to get attacked by more dro stuff. I'm 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 sure because now he's starting to work in Malkir's things. Yeah. Um. The other thing too is, uh, what you call it? Snacks. Yeah, I'll have to grab snacks. snacks. But but as oh, far as the, <laughs> the other thing, the other thing too is, uh, um, we have to have the feast with the Lord. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lord that, that would be some Right. You know the guy that I tried to you know gain an audience with. Over Isn't it like Quaff? Quaff. Quaff. Dude, if it's if that's not Lord Farquaad from Farquaad? Shrek. Farquad? Oh, Farquad from yeah, Shrek. Yeah, giant no square reference. tower. <laughs> if that's not a reference to that, I, I would be slightly disappointed. Yeah, one of the best jokes in that thing. You think he's compensating for something. <laughs> yeah. like, Shrek was so, that was such a groundbreaking movie. It's definitely a kid's movie, but so many adult jokes in there. Uh, yeah, or especially, you know how when they kick out the, the fairy tale creatures and they show up in Shrek, and they show up at Shrek's swamp, you notice it's only... Baby bear and father bear. Yeah, yeah. It's because mother bear is in Lord Farquaad's chamber as a rug. He I know, killed her and skinned her. I was like, whoa! And they oh, left no. the bow in her hand. Yes! Oh my god! Oh my gosh! How? Who, how, how many people caught that? I did. I'm like, <gasps> I didn't catch it at first. I found an article about it. Leave an F in the comment for pay, to pay respects. Hey, yeah, I yeah, mean, it's press like, F. That, I mean, we should see like a sh- if there, since you know Hollywood is in a huge fan of spinoffs right now. We should see like a spinoff with Papa Bear and delinquent teenage bear because you know <laughs> mama got killed so so single father trying to raise a bear and then we'll have the other meme come in where he, where pa- father bear walks in he's like somebody touch my spaghetti <laughs> somebody's been touching my porridge <laughs> somebody's been touching my porridge show yourself you rat bastard if so i can beat you over the head with a broom that's the one the scottish bear uh all right well i think this is a good point to wrap up Yes. Dude, I told you guys it goes quick. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Jackson, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Yes, we'll have to have you on uh, on again on a letter note. Yes, thanks, Action Jackson. Bring me back for my shoal of useless geeky knowledge. (laughs) Yes, folks, I can tell you what I had for dinner. Not for dinner the other day, but I can't tell you anything important. Yeah, (laughs) I had calories. That's it. That's it, folks. Um, keep your eyes peeled. 
Um, whatever they say, stay posted, stay frosty. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Um, I already sent in the stuff, so the Nameless Podcast can be on iTunes. Hopefully that gets done here soon. So if you have an Apple Music subscription, it'll be a lot easier instead of having to use SoundCloud. Um, But in the meantime, we'll use that one as well. So Yeah, of course. All right, folks, remember to like and comment and share this. And always hit me up if you want to join or want to hear any topics. Farewell. Okay, bye. Toodles.